Good evening, all you happy people. Today, we only have Nolan, Pete, and Aaron that's behind the confuser. Short a few people, but here we are. Uh, the topic today was, Pete, why don't you tell us all about it? Uh, you remember what I said? <laughs> I was looking something up. The Bible, is it literal yep. or is it yeah. metaphorical? Yeah, scripture. So many times we have arguments going back and forth. Um, do we take it for everything for what it is, word for word, literal, or is it more metaphorical than literal? There's so many arguments about it that go back and forth. So which one is it? That's a very good question. Because yeah. if you think about it, um, there's there's some. And one I was asking about when you came up with it was Jesus says, call no one on earth your teacher. Yeah. Also says, don't call no one on earth your father. But we have fathers. We have father figures. So there's got to be metaphorical. That particular one. Anyway. <clears throat> I, I think there's there's both. I think there's times it is metaphorical. Some of the, the stuff that's in there, like the parables and stuff, are some are, are metaphorical. He's, but they also he's, said that they're parables. Yeah, exactly. But so the, I think the, there's more, even Old Testament prophecy, some of it has to be somewhat metaphorical. Um, so... How do we justify what's what? How do we justify what you take word for word as literal word and what we should take as... Metaphorical. Like we were talking about right before we started, the Garden of Eden. Is it 100% what we were taught it is? Was it a garden or was it a Or was it a realm? realm? But even at that... It, it, that I think it really, was a realm. I, well, even at that, I, I think that part is literal. The garden is exactly what it was called, the garden, where Adam and Eve... Because if you think about it... They were cast out. Yeah. But why were the animals cast out too? It was emptied. <laughs> it doesn't say that. It just helped. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. That, that, <clears throat> that That's just, you know, kind of joking aside. It doesn't say. So I don't know. But if you go through, well, so it can't. In a way, you have to be right. There had to be creatures on earth already outside the garden because... There's a very specific description of creation. Right. And that is over the whole earth. Yeah. Also separating earth yeah. and water. So where me and you differ is you think it was the earth. I think the garden was only a part of it. No, I think, it was I think the garden is locked away in another realm, another dimension, whatever you want to call it. Still there to this day, still in the same glory it was in when Adam and Eve walked in it. And it's locked up and blocked off so that there's no access to it. So I, I think it still exists, and I think there's probably an entrance to it somewhere on Earth, but nobody's found it. I don't think so. And the thing is, that there's no reason to say why they haven't found it, but <clears throat> I think so. It's not possible. I would beg to differ. Not possible. It's not possible because you figure you figure how it's not possible. Listen how, to half how do you, the crap that one of us says. How do and you? And it's not possible. How do, you, how do you get all the different people that they didn't find until years and years later? What do you mean? Like the the natives, like Mexico. I I still don't get. Like, what what do you mean? How, all how these people they didn't migrate from from Europe where we started. Okay. To the rest of the world, they were already there. How did they get there? But the thing is, how do we know that? How did they get there? They had no way of migrating there. Not just that. If they migrated, why didn't some stay back there? I don't know. Like that's that's a question that we could open a whole new thing. Like if you want to get real technical on this, how do you figure they couldn't migrate? If they migrated, there would be some people left over there. What do you mean, natives? 
I don't think I'm following what you're getting. At. There was there was no natives, native like the the, the color maybe, but there's you're no thinking like the Native Americans, yes. like like the American Indians. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you're saying they weren't there. Okay, they were so, there, born, sprouted out of ground, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, in Mexico, in South America. Okay, wherever. but how do we know they didn't migrate over over time? I mean, we've got they, a lot of time. Why why are there why was there none like that in Europe? People change. Not that much. How do we know? Not that. Look it, at drastic cultural differences. As, right. Like, it, look, look at studies of what they what they but claim it'll day, take to change an entire society. All the years that that uh, black and and Spanish and everything else has been has mixed. Okay. They have not changed that much. Blacks still have very differing features, facial features, for example. Yeah, I, I'm not going to argue that. I, right. I, I know... Um, if some stayed back, you would see evidence of that and you don't. So what do you think happened? I don't know. I think they were... They, I don't know. <laughs> I don't so, know. Okay, so then let me get this right. So you think that while Adam and Eve were in the garden, there was people running around already? I don't know. It doesn't say that. <laughs> I don't exactly. Know. I, I don't know. It doesn't say that, but it doesn't not say that. There is possible answer, but this kid was way into the weeds. Okay, let's let's listen. We've we've heard way out in the weeds before. <laughs> the, the, the Tower of Babel. Tower of Babel was because after the garden. Because they had technology, I think, that we can't even imagine. I agree, but the tower was way after the garden. Because, so we're, right, that's we're, what I'm okay, saying. So now, that, that could be where they spread. Okay, so let, well, let's use that as the point of spread. Now, from what we were talking about originally, though, we were talking about the Garden of Eden. How does that tie into that you think the garden was here? They were all, no. That that would then not prove it anymore. Okay. That would take away that the proof of that. Okay. That's true. But it's still an interesting uh, conversation. Well, I, because I, I like the gar the Babylon one, the, the theory you have, because that's the same one that, that I have. And I think I think it works, but, but, which, like I said, it would, that could then also prove what you said, that the garden was a little part of Earth, whatever. Yeah. But... Because, and I haven't looked into this enough, but there was. Uh, the thing is, I don't think you can. Where are we gonna? Where would you find? There's guys that study this stuff. Well, I'm aware, but what what type of, what would you find evidence wise that you can trace back? Not just something that you can what say. Would you trace? Word. Word. Um, you got me lost. Uh, crap! I'm trying to think of the way to say. Spit that. it out! I just went blank. <laughs> but an account, a written account. Some type of written word, an account of what happened as, as to any type of proof, uh, whether theory, you know, the, it completely blown out of the water, full conspiracy, I don't care. So, but you, something. You know, there's something that's very, very odd. The uh, Rogan, and I, I don't listen to part of this, and I don't remember half of what he said. Rogan had a guy on once that studies the history of the pyramids. Okay. He said the pyramids made of limestone. There's okay. no limestone within hundreds of miles of, of Cairo. Yeah. Yes. Where they're built. So how and these are massive blocks. Yeah. First of all, how do you cut limestone that perfectly square and then move them that much of it? Yeah. Over there. With with the technology we have nowadays that would take out hundreds and hundreds, possibly thousand years. Well, especially I, as many as they built. Not and top of that, how did they cut them so perfectly? Not only that. And um, how did none of this technology survive? Yeah. How did they get them inside setting up as traps? Blocks, doors. I saw a documentary the other day. They were talking about, um, wait, what's the big one? The Great Pyramid of Giza? Yeah. Is that the big one? Yeah. They said that there is, they found a new room or chamber 
above the the great tomb room or whatever was in there there was a, a stone in there blocking the entryway to this room this chamber that weighed like 16 tons how do you get that stone in the middle of that thing kind of blocking it as a door like that weighs like 16 tons move it into place <clears throat> And close off. Close I'd like, like to see if there was like a pin. That's what I'm saying. Like, like there's, like there's so one. many things about that. Yeah. And apparently, he said, I have not, not been there, obviously, but the the guy that was talking about that, that did that, the researcher's history on this, he said there's there's evidence of water erosion. Yeah. On the well, they said the, the pyramids themselves, the Great Pyramid alone has de- degraded like eight meters or something like that overall since the time of uh, uh, when it was built to, to now. I think that's excessive. It might be. I don't know, but it's something like that. But it probably degraded, but do you think you were eight meters? Eight meters. You figured uh, just over three foot. So uh, you figured 39 uh, inches per meter versus yard. No. Yeah. A meter is 39 eight. inches. A yard is 36 inches. You got three inches longer than a yard. So you got... In a meter. Yeah. So you got... Eight meters is a lot. That's that's more like eight yards, not three no, feet. No, 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 no. One yard is three feet, 36 inches. One meter is 39 inches. It's three inches longer than a yard. That makes more sense. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So you figure eight meters. So eight times three is 24. That's an extra two feet on top of the 24 you already got. So you got 26 foot of degradation. That's not possible. How do you figure? How do you degrade 26 feet? Oh, I don't know. It's not possible. That's something like that's what they were saying. Especially not keeping the edges the way they did. That's impossible. Well, have you seen them? Like the pictures and stuff of them up close? Right. They're not straight anymore. It's like you got this chunk, and you got parts that are eroded out. And okay, maybe the, the most of it. Might, and they're right. saying from the top. Like the top, the highest point gotcha. has gone down, something like I that. I was overall. Like oh, like shrunk? Yeah. No, no. They just said from, from, from the ground to the highest point. That has moved something like eight meters. That made more sense. But anyway, like where did all the technology go? That Yeah, that's a good question. It's probably in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> That was a good way to explain that one. <laughs> that is an Egyptian glyph of a light bulb. I've seen that. I've I've seen well, I've seen ancient aliens. Yeah. It's on ancient aliens. Yeah. What? The What's Egyptian light bulb. Yeah. Looks like a, a eggplant. Yeah, but but the crazy thing is too is when you look at that piece too, it looks like an electrical like co- coil. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe it, maybe there was, <clears throat> I don't know, yeah. but that would kind of point it, to that. Which then again, did it all disappear in yeah. Noah's flood? In Noah's flood, yeah, very possibly. I mean, even you you could go through so much. Like if you want to go to full blown Bible conspiracy, because isn't there somebody that claimed that that might have been acidic? The water that came down. I have no idea, but that would make sense. Why were they locked inside the boat? It it never talks about they were on the boat. Always says they were in the boat. Locked inside, yeah. 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 So that could that would actually really make sense. The only argument there would be fish. The stuff that wasn't on the ark had to survive too. True. So, I mean, you could say and they had it, no water water animals there. Yeah. So you you could say that that there was an acid that maybe didn't mix or something like it. And maybe it's just that the water was so salty that it killed everything because a high salt content will, you know, a lot of salt basically you think, you acts think as an maybe, acid. Maybe the sea wasn't salty before that. I don't know. Well, the thing is that would still that would change the fish. Well, and it's not to say it's not possible. I mean, who's to say God couldn't change the genetic makeup Evolve of the fish? the fish? Yeah. So it's very possible, but 
now you now you're thinking outside from, from where I've ever thought. I've never I don't even know. gone I, there. I have some. I don't. I don't know. Like I said, I might make it up. Yeah. Like this I, whole episode. I, this sounds like this is going to be our once a year sci-fi episode. <laughs> we're going to go full blown <laughs> Bible conspiracy. Oh yeah. But we're already there. Yeah, we're yeah. already there. So <clears throat> I I would be curious. So the theory we have on Babel is by no means proved in any which way. Right. And there's no way to prove it according to scripture. So and to anyone listening, chime in. And if you want to say you're full of crap, then so be it. I don't care. But what's to say that the Tower of Babel is not exactly what we think it is? That it's not necessarily a tower that in height was planning to reach heaven. Because we know you can't reach heaven going up. Right. How would the astronauts it get into space? It doesn't actually say, like the Bible that talks about the, the Tower of Babel, doesn't say that with the tower they would reach into heaven. Exactly. If they completed the tower, they would have the te- they would have a way of getting into heaven. Yeah. There's a diff- there's a, that's well, a I'm, big I'm gonna, difference. I'm going to find it real quick exactly how it was worded because it's kind of important on the way he explains it as to why you know that we we think of it the way we do. So then the Tower of Babel could be one of those that's metaphorical more than it is literal. But I I, I think calling it a tower was. I, I think it itself Which, is again, there. It, what did it come from? From original translation, it might be way off. It could, and, and that'd be one. I'll, I'll probably have to look into that a little bit and, and take the time. Cause Which there was um, one of the gentlemen, the, the reformed something, reformed Willow, from one of the last podcasts. If I can find it here, he had a word that you use to figure out what what words mean or something like that let me find it now okay so i'm going through it right now it's a it's in genesis 11 and it says it's one through nine speaks on it but aaron i know you want a little time verse six okay yeah go go to verse six i've got the nasb um so in verse six and the lord said behold they are one people they all have the same language and this is what they have started to do now, nothing which they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and there confuse their language so that they will not understand one another's speech. So right there, that's where they were planning on building the heaven. And it says, uh, verse 4, And they said, Come, let's build ourselves a city and a tower whose top will reach into heaven. And let's make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered abroad, the face, uh, scattered abroad over the face of all the earth. So... Their plan there and was to, to get to heaven, was to, to be as great as God, right? To be up there with him. So when he says, you know, we've got to basically do something, because they're of one mindset, they're going to be able to accomplish their goal. And if we take that one literal for what it says, does that mean that it is attainable now, even in life, to get into the realm of heaven? Like, not that we can do it. Right, but there, that there's a potential way of, t- of getting technology to the point. I think it kind of defines that. I mean, for some people, that would But that's exactly why. So this, exactly is, this is exactly what, what the basis of today's was. Is it metaphorical or literal? If man was capable to do it, and now we throw out saying that man of that time was um, so caveman-like or so narrow-minded, we take that out of the picture to think that all they were thinking was they were going straight up till they got to heaven. If we take that out and figure they were an advanced civilization that had more knowledge than we give them credit for, or maybe more knowledge than we have, 
what was it possible that what they were actually building was a portal going wherever the realm of heaven is? That's what they were aiming for. But we were, we were also dumbed down at the time. After. I don't think we were at that time. Yes. How? Because it says that they he took, he confused them. After, not during. It right. was when no, he it, went down. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'm talking about at that time. Yeah. At the time. At the time of the Tower of Babel, when they were building it, we were not dumbed down. No, we were not. No, you're right. Yeah. yeah. The... So another quick quick session about this time that I got. So the Earth actually used to have one giant continent and not just um, all of the separate ones that we. But have that was pre Babel, because it says that the uh, in in Genesis during creation he split the land. Yeah, but. It said that he split the land from the sea. Right, but when do you figure that they migrated like they did now? Because continents Well, see, I'm thinking that they got spread out and then God split everything. What do you mean he got spread out? So, um, the the they were all spread out on the continent at the time and then God split it. In, in in the creation. Well, what 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 type of that that took place after? I don't see it. Why why would it happen after? I I, I get where he's going with this. I don't. I don't think it was split after. Maybe Noah's flood changed the water levels to where the lands were different. I don't think so. I think what happened is like the Grand Canyon things like that happened probably in Noah's flood. But other than that, I think cotton's already there. It's very possible because I was just because looking because you look at the, there's there. there's water erosion in, on the rocks. Yeah, that's another thing. In forty days and forty nights, what they set there, in forty days, water does not erode like that. No, uh, would no. also go to acidity in the water as it goes down because you can see water level like as it, as it goes down. Yeah, there's you see there's, the ribs and the stones. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. And another very interesting thing is God was very pacific, too, about what he built it out of. Oh, the wood. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, any wood would survive 40 days. Yeah. Yeah. So... pine. Yeah. So why was God so pacific? So that all fits. The only problem, only thing it doesn't fit is how the fish survive. Well, it... It if they were deep enough that the water did not mix, it would work. But they couldn't withstand the pressure. How do you figure? They're fish. Fish don't. Well, mammals, uh, dolphins, and whales fish have to come do up, not, but the rest do not withstand the pressure. Even I mean, there's very few fish that withstand the deepest ocean. Like there's there's creatures we haven't discovered yet because Tons nobody can get there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because of the pressure. But it also doesn't say how because the was tall, it, how how far would that ask? Was the red sound? drum that if you fish them they. Some something comes out of their mouth, sometimes, and they're like two hundred feet. They go that, yeah. I guess they would go that deep, or maybe a hundred feet, whatever. Yeah. So, if you go as deep as the whole Earth is covered in water, fish couldn't survive that deep. That's true. You figure Everest. Yeah, Everest was covered. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. that's the that's the dilemma. Yeah. The thing is, is the fish could have gone up over time, 
what's if the goes right back to what you said about evolving. Right, but if if water was acidic, well, they would have died. Well, well, there is literally some fish that can transition. The red saying that came down was, and maybe it didn't mix enough. With or maybe it diluted enough with the water that was already here. Yeah. Maybe that's where our salt water comes from. Maybe before it was all fresh water and the water that came down mixed and made it salt water. Oh. It's possible. Yeah. That's very possible. Is there any evidence of no, fresh water? No. No evidence of nothing. No. That's what I'm saying. It's all conspiracy. Yeah. Where's all our conspiracy theories? We have a bunch. Where's... I know where Nick is. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Working on your truck. That's right. Yeah, so the the word the guy used, and let me see what it says, what it means. Where is my Merriam-Webster? Hermeneutics or something? Oh, okay. Oh, that one. <laughs> I'm aware of that one. Remember that yeah, word. hermeneutics. Yep, I oh, know that. You know how many times I've heard the term, your hermeneutics are wrong? Oh, gosh. So. Hermeneutic. Yep. Yeah. It must have been named after me. It says, hermeneutics in plural is a form, a form but singular or plural in construction. The study of methodological, methodological principles of interpretation as of the Bible. A method or principle of interpretation. It helps interpret interpret text. That's something you look into. So give you an example. No, you ever been in a spelling bee? Can you use that in a sentence? <laughs> <laughs> it does, actually. If Pope Francis can toss away the hermeneutics of con- continuity, on what basis can the can defenders of this pontificate oblige me to remain faithful to it? I have no idea what that says. Uh, I, I literally have no idea what that meant. But there's your sentence. It pops up on my Google. Some certainly are rooted in history, but figuring what out, figuring that out is the work of hermeneutics. I wonder how, like, how would you apply? It? Like, how how do you use it? That'd be my question. Like, how can you get a hermeneutics Bible? Not that I've ever heard of. Me either. I. I know it. Um, I got taught it from a yeah, yet younger age, and basically, what what said it is, is it's a way that like if you don't know, like another language, it's a specific thing that you would use to be a- able to understand it. Well. Translate it. Yeah. So, <clears throat> hermeneutics is also, um, I guess, a, a study, a, a not the action of study, but you can do it in school. What do you call it? Uh, a course, like like a form of doing it, I guess. So, it says hermeneutics is a fancy word for interpretation. So, uh the start of it in Greek mythology, Hermes was the god of many things, including language and writing. He was every English teacher's dream. 
The word hermeneutics means the interpretation of language, whether written or spoken. Yep. Generally, hermeneutics is an activity that interests Bible, biblical scholars, and the word is sometimes used in philosophy as well. If you enjoy sitting in a library pouring over the same book for hours from every angle, then you will love hermeneutics. So, um, the term hermeneutics, the definition, the branch of theology that deals with the principles of exegesis. Um, this is one where it'd be good if, if I think it's Abe is around. Isogesis, exogesis. I heard it on. Like that, that takes up like a whole, goes into a whole, whole nother thing. Yeah, the no, preacher yeah. talk about that. And, and it wouldn't hurt for us maybe to go into that. Maybe next week we take a, uh, take a little bit and go into the study of isogesis, exogesis, and we can kind of look at that because that's, that, that'll tie into hermeneutics a little bit. Which might be an idea why we should maybe start a regular, uh, our old study back up. Yeah. Start the old study back up. Maybe do this once every other week or once a month, maybe even, I don't know, see what fits. Yeah. I'm game either way. Yeah. So, I know that I've talked to a lot of people about that, and I've heard, heard them say, oh, that's the job of hermeneutics. And I'm like, no, that's truly the job of the Spirit, because the Spirit is of God, and God is who made God's well, that's a man-made thing. Now, it is a good thing to know and understand, but the key is always the spirit. Right. The problem is, I'm not getting questions. I'm not getting answers. So we got to start somewhere. Yeah. Maybe hermeneutics is one of them. Yeah. I had Abe's here. Abe's here. Come, come in. No, he's on the comments. Abe, oh. hey, <laughs> where you at? Brownfield. <laughs> Those godless people don't need you, Abe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> that was not right either. <laughs> Catching myself. I'm glad. Here. Yeah, you caught yourself. My swear jar is paying off, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be more careful with those than the F-bombs. Uh, okay. A lot more careful. <clears throat> and another thing um, that we might have a little conversation over. You know how many people, myself included for a long time, would share, we're in a group that does it a lot, share Bible verses or whatever. Do they actually do anything? If you share them? Yeah. Or what do you mean? Yeah. Like, let's say on, on WhatsApp status or Facebook or whatever. You want honest, my honest opinion? Yes, I want your honest opinion. Are you sure? Over here, yeah. I don't think so. That's exactly what I'm thinking. I, I could be very wrong. Why are we doing it? Because I, I we don't. read it for somebody else? I, I don't. Um, so, I see it all the time. I quit checking statuses. I stay off of stuff like that. Uh, I use the Uversion Bible. I like it. It's a very good app. I recommend it to anybody who's looking for a Bible app. Uversion is a good app. I disable right off the bat notifications for a daily Bible verse. But I do think it does help some people. I, I, some people, they like it. They don't take the time to read. They'll... I don't take the time to Chico, read. man. It's good. It tastes good, but man. Anyway, so um, I was actually talking to Nick about that one day. Nick uses it, and he likes it. 
Uh, I see tons of people okay, that so do. Okay, so for himself, though. Yeah, exactly. That's why I say I think the daily Bible verse works for some people. I don't. Not for myself. Uh, when it pops up, I look at it. I've got it all disabled now. This is, I guess this is pre-me disabling all this. I would look at it, read it, didn't say nothing. Throw my phone to the side. I didn't want to see it. Um, you Man. look at somebody else's and all they do is screenshot the exact same verse. I guess you want to do a bit of a study on this to see how much it works? Everybody that puts it on there, let's send them a message. What does it say to you? Well, so here, here's the next question. So, ah, I lost it. Meanwhile, I have another question. Okay. <laughs> My mind. If I could put it in overdrive and put some nitrous to it, I would do it. Um, Is it moving that slow or what do you mean? Everything. I'm losing it. I'm, I'm losing my, my thought comes process. With, comes with age. So one of the reasons why I asked this is... It's an vacation to You long. remember one of the... Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm finally back, guys. Yeah. Uh, Took long enough. <laughs> okay. It did, didn't it? Yeah. You remember the, one of the podcasts, we were going to talk about a video that I listened to on... Um, what's his name? Jordan Peterson. Peterson. Yes. We did talk about it. Yes. Remember how it didn't speak to you or to Abe? Yeah, not even the slightest bit. And I found like all hey, kinds of gold it. nuggets in there, yeah. Okay. That's on a video. Well, the thing is, that's exactly how I feel about this. That's why I say some people, yes. No, some people, that little verse makes a difference, but to others, it... it okay, but is it, even that difference, is that difference that they... Oh, yeah, that's good. What does it... Does it actually leave a difference in your life? Like, is there something that changes in your life other than you thought that morning, well, that's cool. Because it does not matter how you start, does it? How do you, what do you mean, how you start? Well, the Bible talks about it. it doesn't matter how you, how you live your life. It's how you finish. What? Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to need... Now I'm going to say it. I'm going to need biblical <laughs> proof. It's in there. I'm going to need to know it's, where. It's in there. Do you have scripture to back this up? Yes, it says to the winner goes the crown. Well, I get that. That's in that same context. To the winner gets the, goes the crown, of course. That's that, I, I get what you're saying there, but... It's, it, it's in that same... But that's still... You still... It depends on how you live your life. The actions lead up to it. That, that very much ends up how you win the race. Right. This is not Fast and the Furious. This is not if you win by an inch or a mile. Yeah, no, that, it is. <laughs> but I think you're missing what I'm saying. I must be. Is it Topo Chico? I told you. Um, there will be, there will be greater. What do you call them? Um, Rewards. Yeah, there will be greater uh, treasures. Okay. For some and for others, depending on what you've done here. I, I won't argue that. I have yet to prove that, or one way or the other, but I won't argue that. That's what it says. Well, I don't think it does word for word, and that's another one of those. It says, don't, Is that don't, metaphorical or literal? Like, that's what the, today's whole thing is about. Don't put up treasures in, in, on earth where the, where the moths get to. Yeah, it. I get that. Put up treasures in heaven. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I won't argue it. But if that's if that's more metaphorical, then I don't it know. It could be the one. Well, exactly. That's why I say I can't say yes or no. It's going to be a bigger reward for some of for others. Even, that even goes to the idea of that people won't burn in hell forever. How do you put those two because, together? Because if he's fair. Okay. If he's fair, some will get punished for longer than others, just as some will get a bigger reward than others. There's a parable that fights that. <laughs> which and one? you know exactly which one. Which one? We've talked about this. The owner of the vineyard hires guys. 
And then he hires more guys, he hires more guys. And the ones that get hired like an hour before the field is done get paid the exact same thing as the guys who've been there for a week. But that was what that that was because the owner had promised them the same wage. Uh, yeah. But he had just off he had offered them the same wage to do the job. Yes. But that's the exact same thing. With his We're will, not it does not wage. matter. We're offered salvation, but I'm We are offered salvation, that. yeah. But the thing is, that's why I'm saying this is one of those that could go very metaphorical. There's no way to prove yes or no. I won't argue it because I myself have not taken the time to look at that. Sounds good. But it, it is, on it's one of those. We need a it big is. board right there yeah, we do. that says metaphorical, literal. We will. And then we need to write what's and what. That, and that new shop, we need a board. Yeah. For reals. Yep. And we need to keep track of some of this stuff. Not just that. That's also a good idea to have this study where we can go over some of this and then have... Not just throw questions out every time we we come here. We actually yeah. have some answers. Yeah. Well, we're learning, or, or more questions. <laughs> we're learning. <laughs> it might get worse. Yeah. But yeah, back to that, that idea. I, I I think I think it's a bad idea because really the only way, like like you said, Nick likes the verses. Yeah, but do they actually change anything in his life? Oh, that I don't know. I've never asked him that. Then they're useless. In that's, the verse itself, yes. You know the biggest reason I don't like it? It's taking one verse out of context, and you open that verse, and that's, that's the one it. verse you read, and you can base an entire subject off Which, of that one verse without ever learning what the what what's going on with it. But like, even that's like a half. Because what if it, what if you get the verse that's right before or therefore? <laughs> or the one that's right after. Or if it starts with therefore... And then there's your daily verse, and you're like, yeah, I really got something out of that. And then you go back, and you're like, I'm going to read that. And you're like, why does it say therefore? And you go back and see what it's there for. And then you find out, like, well, shoot. Because, uh, yeah, I, I think, I I believe, like, if uh, whoever, hopefully a lot of people listen to this because I'm tired of seeing all these verses and videos and whatever else. Well, if anybody's watching, they're probably just going to quit watching after that point. Uh, probably true. That's okay, too. Yeah. Just We're like not here to be people pleasers. We're so here to learn. Because yeah. I think whatever... And to get people to learn. Whatever you read or whatever... Yeah. Let's say a Bible verse. Let's say you have that on. Okay. And the Bible verse speaks to you. If it's the only way it matters or it even makes a difference or or you're not just wasting your time on it, if, if whatever that Bible verse says actually changes something in your thinking or your daily life like something it affects some part of your life maybe not physical but it does mentally something it's got to make a change somewhere okay or else it's just a waste of time i agree and which i i think when a lot of people do it is because the same reason why a lot of people listen for somebody else in church oh that preacher was talking to that guy today yeah, <laughs> I've heard that before too. I think I know that's what I think that's what most of those verses are. This goes to somebody I know. I hope he reads it. That's Doesn't why fit. it's on the status. That's why it's on the yeah. status. I wonder how many of those have been pointed at me. Did you ever get them? What do you mean? Did it ever affect you? <laughs> Not that I know. Of. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like it's useless. But that's anyway. what I'm saying. Like when I when I did have it on. All right, so let's go back to. I guess it'd be 2017. That's when I first downloaded the U version, and then I had it on. And I made a habit of reading every single day's verse. I did too for a while. Nothing. Right. Like literally. 
I, I, I can remember going through it and making sure I would read it. I would have a notepad and a pen. I'd be like, all right, so now we're going to read it. Read it, tap the pen. Huh. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, exactly. And that's where I was at. Shaking the camera. That's all right. It was me tapping the pen. It, it was. <laughs> that's for emphasis. He was making a point. Exactly. <laughs> emphasis. <laughs> but it. it Somebody it, should turn on an AC. Uh, oh, but no, it no. did no good. And, and the thing is, I, I. If I would take my actual Bible, my written word Bible, and just flop it open and read, I would get more out of it. Whatever page I landed on that I would reading that daily Bible verse picked by somebody else. Or picked at random by some AI that just decides today is. May 22nd, May 11th, whatever it is. I don't know. I'm, I'm already 11 days ahead. Uh, it's 5 11 What's on page 5, verse 11, 22nd word? That's the one. I don't know how that crap works. But <laughs> it could be. Something odd, <laughs> odd like, something that, like that, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's just. I, um, so I don't do that. I do not right. put out a thing every but day. But like I said, we're on some page. And, that happens yeah. a lot. Yeah, and uh, pe- people have asked me why I don't, and lots like a lot of the other guys I know do. And I th- said it's a lot like a key. If if I pick up a key, will it unlock every door? The answer is no. And so it's like what. Yeah, that the, this may speak to me, but if I send it out to a whole group, the percent that it's going to speak to is very small. Right. No. If any. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, so why would I waste my time on that when I can go into a deeper study of it? And get a full context out and do a silly deep big post about a thing. Um, Let's like me. I post big, long, deep things. No, it's let's like I go over. um, Even that, there's so many. Yeah, but. No, that is more la 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 cycly to really speak right to somebody out there. I believe that but to someone. You know, I can't speak to everyone because I don't have all the keys. Which, to add to that, what I believe, I think the biggest thing, especially if we have, if you have a verse that speaks to you, whatever. I think the best, <clears throat> the best way to teach somebody else or to have somebody else get something out of it is. If let's say if I have something that's important to me, yeah, a revelation of it or a testimony comes from it. That or apply it to my life and have somebody else see it that way. Mm-hmm. Testimony, fruit, because God, yeah. Jesus talks about fruit. Yeah, it should grow fruit. If it doesn't, then it's useless. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in value, or yeah, has no value. Which and here's another one. I have a question about what falls under tribulations. What falls under tribulations? Yes. Define tribulations. Times let's, of trouble. Let's go to Googly. Romans 5. While you do that, I'm going to find tribulation definition and let's see what you got. 
Okay. Five, Oxford, the Oxford Dictionary. Tribulation, a cause of great trouble or suffering. A state of great trouble or suffering. Okay, so let's... Is it limited it. to something? Like, is it limited to mental, physical? I don't think so. It doesn't no. define it as anything specific. It just says great suffering. Tribulation could be persecution. Uh, in all reality, you could even go as far as to say that depression, anxiety, it's tribulation. It's, right. it's time of suffering. Um uh, in German, we'd say anything like that. Anything like that would apply. <laughs> Absolutely. Because you know, we, don't, we don't see persecution. I don't. Not in the form that we, I think, oftentimes go. I, I think sometimes we do, maybe each in our own lives, but not How? in the form. Well, I think about it. What is persecution? What does it mean? I don't even know. Did you look that up? Well, I, I know what persecution is. I don't know the exact word-for-word word definition, but persecution can go as far as to somebody who judges what you believe and basically sits there and dogs you for your belief. That's a form of persecution. Okay. So you say you've never gotten that? Not in a long time. Backlash for opening your mouth? It's persecution. I don't open my mouth that much anymore. Huh? Oh, I don't open my mouth that much anymore. Typing back is opening your mouth. To a yeah, but that's. But it's a, still the same that's thing. That's not so much persecution as it is. No, it is. It's, it, it is. It's it an is exchanging. Yeah. Because even that, that but guy, harsh exchanges can be a form of persecution when you right, leave that conversation. Because even that, like one of the worst ones was the the, the reform willow that we had on on, on one, the comments. Okay. And I didn't see that as persecution. That was just. I mean, because on something like that, if if I don't have an answer, then I'm not saying that. It, if I don't have an answer, I'll, I'll try to find it. If yeah. I think that... Well, well you could see it even in, in my comment there. Like, that's that's kind of my th- way of thinking. If I'm wrong, so be it. I will correct it. I will find right. it. Right. But you better hope I find that I'm wrong. If not, next time you comment so me, I'm going to be like, really hey, listen here, dude. But it's not, it's not really persecution because we had a great conversation. I liked that conversation. Okay. There was a few times I was thinking, like, you know what? I'll just start your own podcast if you know better. But that doesn't help anything. Yeah. That that is not... How do you know it? Start another podcast, <laughs> but that doesn't that doesn't help me gain knowledge. Okay, because if if I don't if I can't answer it, then okay. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the actual definition of it then. Because where I was going at, I received this word. I don't remember how long ago I have to go through my notes, but Romans five from three to five. We've talked about this. But that's not all. Which it talks is like a therefore. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to go through that therefore. But that's not all. Even Did in times you give of it to Aaron so he can put it up. I'm already ready. Oh, he's, oh, ready. he's fast. See, you're actually doing what I said. I Be as fast as I think. I <laughs> yeah, okay. But that's not all. Even in times of trouble, we have joyful confidence, knowing that our pressures will develop in patient endurance, and patient endurance will refine our character, and proven character leads us back to hope. And this hope is not dis- not a disappointing fantasy because we can now experience the endless love of God cascading into the, our hearts through the Holy Spirit who lives in us, which that's, uh, I think that's passion. I think the NASB or some of the other ones have a little bit better description, or I guess it would make, make more sense. Yeah. The uh, New American Standard says, and not only this, but we also celebrate in our tribulations, knowing that tribulations brings about perseverance, perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. Yeah. I, I like that. I like the NASB. I've really started using it a lot more. So that one goes to tribulation, time of suffering. Right. And time of suffering, I, I wish it went a little bit more into what 
forms of suffering, but the thing is, I guess it could go to anything. It could be whether you're living uh, paycheck to paycheck, you're suffering financially, whether you're living uh, in persecution from other people, whether you're living just in in, in general hardship of life itself, like anxiety, depression, uh, all of those things are forms of tribulation. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter what you live in. In times of tribulation, and this kind of goes to one, you know, where it says that God will never give you anything that you can't handle. Right, because like with what I've been going through, I've I've had friends and people close to me. Because um, I've I've tried to get out of it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out a way. Yeah. And then I got that verse, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just hunkered down and just gonna go study it, it through. Yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of why in the shop we've kind of left you alone. And uh, sometimes you don't need somebody to push you. Sometimes you need to find it yourself. Yeah. And we could sit there and preach at you all day. What difference is that gonna make? It's not. Yeah, we ain't gonna help you. We end up pissing you off. Then you, we got a whole new tribulation, <laughs> a physical one. <laughs> How quick would that, that become persecution? I think that's called an altercation. <laughs> but I forgot about this. Marcy was mentioned that um, we went to uh, Cowboy Junction for a while, and the pastor talked about uh, tribulation and, and persecution, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I had been pissed about it then doesn't happen Why? we're christians oh so we, see how we, we all make some mistakes evidently yep. sometimes you know hold on hold on real quick were you wrong i never said that oh is that what you replied mm, uh, i plead the fifth <laughs> i plead the fifth <laughs> oh man no that was a evidence. rare rare occurrence we could not let something like that just go <laughs> let's, let's see if aaron's writing it down <laughs> no, there's video proof. <laughs> there's video proof. He's yeah. always going to cut it out of there. It's recorded. Um, hey, let me give you real quick the definition of persecution. Hostility and ill treatment, especially because of race or political or religious beliefs. And it says similar to persistent annoyance or harassment. So this says, like Romans 5 says, tribulation specifically, not persecution. Yeah, I know. But persecution could be a tribulation. A tribulation is a, a time of hardness. Then a har- harsh, uh, whatever. Then why wouldn't it just say that the word? Huh? Then why wouldn't it just say? Well, the thing is, what happens if you go back to the Greek and it ends up being something else? I don't know. I've got to find the interlinear in and let's see. I don't know if I have an interlinear. Let me see the new. Like the, the amount of time it takes me to look it all up and find it in the Greek or the Hebrew, whatever we find it in, it would be too much to too long to be doing it on here like this one maybe this is one um you have my little notepad from last week write down tribulation persecution and then we'll do a word study and next week maybe we'll be able to find it in the original and then we have something to base off then we have answers instead of questions yeah and we don't have to fill space talking about bible conspiracy it'd be a good idea to, like i said have a whiteboard and write it down and have a regular study where we talk about it yeah have a few more people that we have here. Yep. Um, the New Living says we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they help us develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character. And character strengths, strengthens our confidence, confident hope of salvation. Yep. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. So another, another one that is uh, maybe, I don't know, for me, I guess a bit of a sore topic is praying out in the open. Okay. 
Bible does not talk about it. It does, oh, hey. but in a negative light. Yeah, I've thought about that. It says don't be like the Pharisees. I think a lot of that goes to what are you praying for? You know what it does say? Hmm. Matthew 6, 6. Hey, hey, Ron. There's your 15 seconds. Sorry. Count Timer has started. 14, 13, 12, 10, 9, 8, 7. Now you say too many numbers. I forgot the reference. <laughs> Matthew 6, 6. Taking you so long. Matthew 6 6 says, But whenever you pray, go into the innermost chamber and be alone with the Father God, praying to Him in secret, and your Father who sees all you do will reward you openly. Mm-hmm. So, there might be more about this, but that's the one I came up with. Like, this would be one I would be curious to see. I like if anybody responds. Like, this like, is an, a topic where I would be curious to see um, that be discussed other ways. There might be some context that we're missing here. It's possible because I've never taken the time to actually look yeah, at that. I'm just like at, at the shop. There was a time where we kind of did it in an office by ourselves. Where and the thing is, we actually talked about that the other day. I think we need to start again because things look different during that time. And they've gotten a little worse instead of better since we've stopped that. So I, I think there's a power in that that we've somewhat taken for granted. Right, but in the office where we're by ourselves. Not even that. I even like when, it better there. I do too, but even when Jerry was there, even that little morning is I'll, kind of a I'll participate, but I never care for it. No? Nope. It's not, I don't know, I, I, I didn't mind it. It seemed like it was a kind of a little pick-me-up It it. Played right in with the office or with the shop. It it seemed like the whole day was a little bit, I guess, easier sometimes. Yeah. Well, and I think Dell's praying in private, and that's a different thing than praying in a group. Well, you know, I, you know they're they're it's termed differently because you have corporate prayer. Yeah, and that's what churches do: corporate prayer. Right, but. I've never heard the word corporate in the Bible. I don't know how you mm-hmm. translate corporate to Greek, but I I get like what you're saying. There is a difference, but the thing is that difference is it man-made? Because I I've I've been sitting here since you mentioned it trying to think of a single instance where Jesus actually prayed other than when he pray taught them to pray. Like does he e- does it ever mention it? I mean cuz so how many times have you read something? Even like 10 15 times. Never got the same thing out of it. All of a sudden, you go back and you're like, holy crap, I didn't realize it said that. And this is one of those. Maybe going back through, maybe there's times where he prayed for the people or something like that. Because I know what it says, you know, he blessed the food, like blessed the meal, you know, things like that. And that would be kind of a corporate prayer thing. But right, but that's kind of a here and now. Exactly. That's not a, uh, it's not a time of prayer to lay hands on the sick and pray for. Right. Does it ever say that when he laid hands on the sick, he prayed and they were healed? I know it says he lay, laid hand on the sick and they were healed, but does it ever say he prayed? I don't know. I think he's like I, I've read it all. I've read all the the uh, gospels, but like just now thinking about it, either it's just not clicking and I had a brain fart and forgot it, or does it ever say that? Like that's something I'm gonna have to go back and read because obviously uh, something slipped. Yeah. So I do know that they did lay hands on. Because yeah. they, they laid hands on, they cast 
out so demons and heal the sick. But Jesus did, uh, instructs that, doesn't he? He says, go lay hands on people and pray for them. Does he? Call the elders, yeah. Call the elders on the, of the church, yeah. So, yeah, okay, so good. There is, is examples of that. Yeah. 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 Man, I was sitting here thinking, dude, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. like, this, this week has already kind of been weird. Uh, oh, I was about to say. So if you go through um, the Lord's prayer when they say, teach me how to pray, a lot of people don't fully get the context of everything that Christ is saying in that. No, because he's teaching them how to pray without ceasing. John and yeah, John yeah. seventeen nine. I pray for them. I pr- I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for those whom Thou hast given me, for they are Thine. Okay, so this is a prayer directly from Jesus to God. That's what mercy says. Yeah. Okay, I, and I, I know that what she's talking okay, about there. Repeat that again. This is used so much where it talks about the elect, the elect of Christ. Like this is one of the verses used in arguing, saying that predestination is a thing because his elect are what spoken for. He's thanking him for the ones that are his. In, in ASV, it says, "I pray for them. I pray not for the world, but for those whom Thou hast given me, for they are Thine." I'm pretty sure we need some context on that one. Would you like to take this over and to start a little conversation about predestination because that's what that's <laughs> that's what that's very often used for. <laughs> No, I'm serious. This I don't is, know enough about it to give no, you. To, we we to don't want to go into that anyway. But that, that's one like that's I've heard that multiple times. I think it doesn't take any power away from the word. The word itself is exactly what it says. Well, is it is it metaphorical? Is it literal? You don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but that's beside the point. We'll talk about that later or another time or ever maybe never. But that right there, like that is one of those verses that that has been actually given to me by somebody to say. How do you know, like, like that I'm? How do I know that I'm saved? I know I'm saved, right? Okay, so that's between me and God. Like, I know I don't need everyone else to know. I will live the life that, to the best of my ability, to be an imitator of Christ. And because that is what Christians are supposed to do, are we not? Christians are supposed to be little Christ-like ones, imitators of but Christ. Yeah. Even even that, I think so often we try to live like it instead of trying to instead of waiting to grow into it. Okay, so that that uh, that that would be one of those. If you, if you try to argue that, you're basically saying you know, fake it till you make it. I I get I what like you're saying. You I know it. I've done that all my life. Yeah, I'm tired but of I, it. I get what you're saying, and I'm not going to support the fake it till you make it in this either. I don't think that's worded right though either. I don't think there necessarily is a way to just grow into it. Why I not? think every bit of that is a daily decision. I don't think you fake it. Right, no, it's But a I decision. think you make yes. that decision no, every morning, there's, just like you do anything else. There's a middle ground, else. yes. No, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yeah, you make the decision that you are going to be, you are going, well, that's even people that are not Christians. Yeah. People that are productive, that are, that are good members well, of society. Well, I think that exact same practice applies to Christianity. Absolutely. Because I don't think you, you grow into your, it. I think you change the, yourself but, to fit that narrative. Well, it's not in so much to change yourself. I think you have a desire to change every day. Yeah. I don't want to call anybody out on this. I want to have a comment for you here in just a second, though. But anyway, so back to what we were saying about about John right there. I'm curious. About I'm going to give comment. you this here in just a second. That exact same thing. Remember what you just said. 
I won't. Okay, you have a desire to change. You remember that? Somebody remember that? Okay. So I'm going to go back to shoot. It's got to be last summer, end of last summer, beginning of fall. Had a conversation with a customer. We were talking about that, and, and I did not realize what was going on. At the beginning of this conversation, it was a Saturday. I remember that. And I remember the guys were at the shop, off the clock. It was after hours, and some of the guys were up there, and they were drinking a little bit. I remember that. Um, I left. I don't remember where I was going. I don't remember exactly what I was doing even. But anyway, the guys were going to check a truck for a customer. One of the guys was Abe was going to. So I was already out. I wasn't able to make it back to that. And I called Abe and them. And um, Abe's like, yeah, I'm, I'll be at the shop. I can do it. The other guys are up there hanging out. And they were, I think, cooking. And, and they might have been drinking. So Abe was going to handle a quick little, little uh, just diagnostic, I think. So anyway, the owner of the truck calls me and we got into a pretty long conversation. I did not realize. I think I've mentioned this to you possibly. You might have just started for us when this happened. I think so. So this probably was, was beginning of fall, like September. If it is what I'm thinking it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, this conversation starts. This thing, this lasted like an hour and a half. And it went into predestination and free will, like where I thought that we had free will. Like that was how this started, like. What my thoughts were on free will. And, well, I'm not one to be shy about my opinion of free will. Like, you've heard it. We've talked about it. So I go into that, and he kind of sat there for a little bit, and he starts kind of explaining his ver- his view of, of free, will, free will, that free will doesn't exist in the sense of what I believe free will exists, that even free will is somewhat determined. Predestination. How is free will determined yeah exactly it can't be it can't be called free will then so that's where this verse came up right here so it's talking about the chosen elect or whatever however you want to word that but what does it say right there i pray for them i pray not for the world but for those whom thou hast given me for they are thine this is saying that god has a chosen elect that he has already ordained that they will be Christ, that they will be saved, that they are his chosen elect. Well, couldn't that also just mean where he says that God has given them, or the ones that have accepted God, believe in him? That's exactly what it means. The elect, predestined to choose. No. That's exactly what I'm getting at. But that's the way it was explained to me. That's like one of those metaphorical, literal things. No, because this is this isn't even metaphorical, literal. This is just how do you want to take it today? <laughs> because, because ah, you got a lot of stuff going through my mind right now. But so because it, what do you do with all the scripture references referring to elect? elect, elect the ones that are saved, the ones that receive salvation? It's easy to take it and say they are specifically chosen. That takes away free will. That's exactly what that goes down to. That it automatically starts with the argument of predestination or free will. No matter how you look at it, if you use the word elect, automatically you go to Calvinism, Arminianism, or however you say that other one. That that's what that automatically becomes a talk of, and that's exactly where where this is headed to: predestined to be saved or free will to choose salvation. It can't mean that. 
show me where the text says choose in the context of free will and predestination. What? So a good place Biblical is... reference to free will. See, so automatically it would go to John 3.16, but that's always the same argument that's always used. And, and that's always argued the other way right away. The, the thing is, to someone who believes predestination, the Bible has so much going into it that if you want to see predestination, there is you, absolutely you nothing right. that can disprove it. And if you don't see predestination, there is absolutely nothing like you can to do prove to prove the other way. Yeah. And that's one of those things. Like That's why you see so many arguments that go back and forth. You cannot prove to one person the other one exists. Not completely, no. No, it's, it's, it's just not there. I think, Show I think, me free will to choose salvation text. To debate, it would be great to debate John three sixteen. Yeah, exactly. But that's the exact one that you can argue that. But w w where would we get with that? We could debate it all day. Yeah, we can do it with, <laughs> with comments. We should offer him to come on. Oh, I, I wouldn't mind. Like, more than welcome to. Peter Froze, hit us up. Yeah, if you're local, it, let us know. It would be a good... Uh, a good uh a good conversation have that on on the air because he went to Seminole high school so he is he local uh, i'm guessing probably local john yeah. 326 so i've got what wh what's in for him in revelations so it speaks of the great deception that if it was not cut short that even the elect would have been deceived so how do you deceive a po po person who's already been elected to not be deceived? Yeah, that wouldn't work. Look at John. Because I, 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 I don't know. I, the, the one we had before, um, the one you were talking about, that the, like the one that, that's used for predestination, um, right. it says the one that God has given him. But... Jesus Jesus came so we could find salvation. Jesus is not the one that saved us. Jesus was the he was the um, what they have to do in the Old Testament sacrifice. He was the sacrifice. Yeah. That we can come to God. Yeah. So when we come to God, God gives us to Jesus. That's the way I get get out of the verse. Okay. That I come to God for to be saved. Before I was saved, okay, and which even there it says it has to draw you before 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 you can be See, saved. So that, that that goes back to what we were saying earlier. <clears throat> you said you have a desire, right? You yes. had a desire to learn, a desire to be different, desire to, to change. I think everybody okay, has a so desire to be better, but I think once you're I was Christian, told it's the opposite. I was why? told that man's nature you have the desire, but I think to live in sin nature. and that you don't want to. Okay. But where does that desire then come from to, to be saved? Okay. Yes, he what? is the one who saved us. Absolutely. Are you crazy? Maybe. What? He isn't he isn't crazy. the guy that made he isn't the guy that made a way for I you. might be he a little crazy. I won't argue work. that. I ain't never claimed to be normal. I don't uh, want to be normal. I, I'm not sure what he's talking about. I don't either, but I kinda lost that. Go up a little I'm bit. Where did we miss it? Desire. Uh Debate on 3.16. Look at John 3.16. Okay, so what was the mistype? Uh, he said 3.26. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Because I was sitting here reading, I was like, that, what? 
Yeah. Okay. That makes sense then. And I'm glad you're speaking of desire. I'm sure. Because I, I yeah, like I said, I think our fallen nature is that they, well, I think there's always there's just desire to be saved in everyone, I believe. See that one I would argue I for a long time didn't want that. No? I think I lived in a fear of hell, but not a desire not Well I did too. And I don't think there was a desire necessarily to be saved. No. I, I don't have, think I, so. Not just that. I had an amount of respect for as far as biblical and God went that Well the thing is I think there was a respect, but like I, I think that was a, a fear respect. I don't think it was a love respect. Mine wasn't that. Mine was. Was Mine fear. was when there was a big lightning storm, a thunderstorm coming in, lots of lightning. Oh, I was like, yeah. oh shit, he's going <laughs> to kill me. All the bad crap I did. <laughs> I've read the Bible. I know I'm, what he did. I've been there. Uh, so that the was mine. Or the saying where when it thunders, God's talking to you. I, I've heard that. I don't know how, but that was always a thing. I remember hearing that, but I don't remember where. Which like one? that's so far back. I was sitting here thinking, I can't, I can't really even remember most of that stuff. I remember that. But. One. I think, yeah, I, I think in, in every productive person, there's a desire to better themselves, whether they're Christian or not. Well, I, I think, yeah, there, there's a desire to better yourself, but I don't know that it's a desire to better yourself in a biblical sense of better, or it's a desire to better yourself above the next. Like, I, I don't know where you would say to better yourself. Like, you know what I mean? What, what form of better? What would you consider better? Better than you, what you were yesterday? Yeah, just look new, I guess. Learn something you haven't learned before or you've seen before. That's okay, for, so, so that's for me. Yeah. Which that might, that might actually differ from person to person. That I, might, I, but I get where you're going with that because I, I think knowledge is power. I want to know as much as I can. I don't care how stupid it is. But like, if me, it's, it's true, so I just want to know. It's just, it's just a desire, yeah. especially to know him. And not, well, no, and, I don't and, mean and, power like that. I want to be more powerful. That's not what I'm saying. But knowledge is power in the sense of everything you know accumulates knowledge. You accumulate, accumulate power, not in a physical power or the power over someone, but you're not going to get stupid for knowing true and i like to know because my desire to learn is not even like is to experience something i've never experienced before okay that gives me the greatest joy romans 3 9 through 18 no one is righteous i agree there yet verse 9 what then are we jews what then are we Jews any better off? No, not at all, for we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin. 10. As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. What are we looking at? Romans 3 19? Uh, 3 9 3 through 18. Okay. Well, wouldn't that also then destroy predestination? If none of them are righteous? Verse 11. No one understands, no one seeks for God. All have turned aside, together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Their throat is an open grave. They use their tongues to deceive. The venom of asps is under their lips. Their mouth is full of curses and bitterness. Their feet are swift to, swift to shed blood. In their paths are ruined and misery. In the way of peace they, they have not known. There is no fear of God before their eyes. Before God changed your heart to desire him, all you desired was to live for self. I think th that last comment, I think there's there's truth to that because the Bible says that you cannot come to God unless he draws you. But 
I I don't know that I, and maybe I was doing it out of fear, like what, what Pete was talking about, that fear of hell, because I remember like the church I grew up in in in, in Nash did. The church I grew up in, they had regular church, you know, evening services, whatever. And there was countless times. I'm not denying free will because with it, we live for ourselves. In fact, we want nothing to do with God. We actually hate him. That I would argue. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's what I say. Not, not only that, we choose not to follow him. I yeah. don't argue that because I lived that. But at the exact same time, when you when you come to that point where you come to the understanding of Christ, who Christ is, what Christ did for you, you still have the free will to choose yes or no. Not only that, when you live a Christian life, you have the free will to walk out of that Christian life. Mm-hmm. When you, you were regenerated, God, when you were regenerated, God took your heart of stone and gave you a heart of flesh. He gave you new eyes to see and ears to hear. I agree with that. Absolutely, he did. Okay, because even th- even still, you, you can still the, walk back out. Yeah, well, yeah. Free will still would, exists. I would think so, but I don't. Th- I think if you once you find, it, I don't think you want to. I think under normal circumstances you don't, but it doesn't change the fact that it does happen. Well, yeah, I guess you see that with some of the. People. Oh yeah, but yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I, I could list off though. A couple well, we, of different. We don't know them personally. We're like, did they do it because they had a great gift? Like, some of the people that fell were great musicians or great pastors. Okay. Did they fall because they had a great gift to speak and it finally didn't fulfill them anymore? They had never really found. Well, the, the thing is, it doesn't God. matter. At the end of the day, they still had to make that choice. Right. But it doesn't matter if it, even if you felt unfulfilled in that. Um, there's no no nothing that says that you don't can have that decision to, to fight that yes or no. no I think you can. The, th- the thing is, like for go me, from, from what not even what I've seen, I've seen a lot. Okay, but not even what I've seen. What I've personally okay, okay. felt, like revelations, the way they happen. That yeah, one at the top. and and just the the yeah. the knowing. I cannot prove to you that I'm saved, but I know. Like exactly. What you said earlier, yeah. I cannot ever see myself giving it up. I don't, no, I, and, I agree. And I, I have never been this miserable as I have been the last few months. Yeah. But there's no question that I'm not giving it up. Absolutely not. Yeah. But it's because you don't want to. No, I don't want to. That's exactly. What I'm like, have these guys ever found it like the way I have or the way you have? But your desires are changed and you... I'm sorry. With regeneration, he gave you faith to believe. But your desires are changed and you do not want to sin against him. Dude, choice is an idol. No. No, choice, is, choice is kind of your own cross. Yeah. If you worship choice, that I mean, think about what idol is. Idol is worship. You are willing to take and make that choice higher than anything. Yeah, yeah. That's not the point here. That if that were the case, you know, we've got way, 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 way off topic there. If choice becomes an idol, choice I've becomes. Never heard that before. Do what? I've never heard of that before. Oh, me neither. I've heard a lot of things were idol, but never choice. Choice becomes a cross. You still choose every single day. He says, pick up, you know, deny your flesh. Or you could even say that the choice is your flesh. Actually. But you deny that, but it does not change the fact that it is there. So what you're saying is you're essentially saying my free will will never supersede God's will for for your life? I don't think it will because he gave us earth. Well, like, read that again. Your, as he says, Peter. Yeah. you're essentially saying my free will 
will never supersede God's will for your life? I don't think I quite understand. Like, do you mean that God's will for your life, or do you mean for mine? Because the way you've got it what, worded. I, I think what he's trying to say is, like, if will. God has a will for your life, okay, can you walk away from that? Yes, you can. I think so, too. Because how do you explain rape on children and things like that? That are just, You think God made somebody just to do that? No. No, but the thing is, see, that one can be argued because that's to say that before you were saying that they exactly. were changed. You're saying that exactly. Yeah. My choice supersedes God's choice. Okay, so ex exactly what I would say. It, it does to an extent. And, and this is not saying that you can limit God or limit his power in any which way whatsoever. That's not what it's saying. But you still have the power to choose for what plays out in your life. God's not going to make the choice for you. He has laid out a path for you, but it's your job to follow that path. It, it's, he's not yeah. going to do the action. Because, I mean, if you don't, I mean, couldn't I just sit in my, or, yeah, just sleep in all day and yeah, exactly. get, get money or... Exactly. Or he would force me out of bed and go to work. I don't know. Like, I, don't, I don't know to what degree you take that, but yeah. I, God I don't have see any say. Does God have any say-so in your life, or does he have to wait on what you decide to do? You were saying that, though. I don't, oh I don't, no, that's not that's not really the point though either. God has a path laid out yeah. for me, a perfect one. Yeah, but the thing is, it's still my choice to follow it. Should we maybe get into what the kind of explanation you had on on like on what I see as free will? Yeah, well, not just that. So remember how we had this conversation. God wrote out our days. Is what yeah, he said. it Be says before God the wrote cosmos. Out yeah, made. before God we were ever born. Yes, yeah. before the cosmos even. Before yep. we were even so th there is a so let, let, let's say because he's got that directed at me. So let let's say for for me the path has been chosen. Right. That means Which there is, is the interstate. Yeah, that's the interstate. That's the a straight shot. Fastest greatest road from A to B. Exactly. But how many twists and turns and exits I take to go through all of that at the end of the day is still up to me. If I screw up. Huh? Which you would call F-ups. Sure. But like all those screw-ups I make through my life getting to that point are but, And there's, are there's on also me. just like a GPS. There's constantly something. Look, buddy, there's a better way. Yeah, there is. But yeah. you can choose to deny exactly. it. Exactly. Like, he has a plan, but I have the choice to follow that plan. That's what I believe. I can walk away from that and I could end up in hell. Absolutely. And that, that's, that's the choice that falls on me. But I can also do what he wants me to do. To me. What, and I can completely. What you laid out there, I think. Well, it's not written in the Bible, obviously, but I, it, it fits the life that I've lived. It fits that. Because I've lived a life where I was trying to be somewhat a Christian. I, I have, I'm telling you, I, I don't know if there's five to ten times that I went, I went to, to the front to, to give my life to Christ, and it didn't go nowhere. And yeah. I, it wasn't for lack of desire. I had a desire. Didn't want to go anywhere. Yeah. The day that I got saved that, was that after... Sorry, that makes a puny small God. How? That makes it, yeah. That that to me makes him bigger. I, He's, yeah. I mean, when you think about the Almighty, you think about, like, I, I don't see how that, that would make him seem small. He has a plan written out that sees every which direction for every single decision I could possibly make. That are my Whether it's comprehend. good or bad. Yeah, and on, on a scale that's so large that... I, I, I couldn't. And, no. and, and everything that... No that, mind can comprehend Yeah, that. exactly. Because he's not linear. No, Our he's time not. Is linear. He's just not. So, uh, like, for this, is, is a good time to possibly even explain that a little bit. So, on... Uh, oh, excuse me. That's Topo Chico. Almost <laughs> with your regular water. <laughs> so, um, 
Let, let's 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 kind of th- draw this out a little bit differently. He's so waiting on you because you're the center of the world. No, it's not that. You know what? Yes and no. He has a direct path for me, which makes me. But the for center your of the life, world. you are the yes. center of the world. Yeah. Not for everyone else. I never so. thought about that, but I like that. Whether you disagree with that a, or not, that's not, not actually a bad for analogy. You, but that's for everyone. Every for me, person is yes. the center of the of world. Their because world. Yeah. Then we go back to he's a father. Based on that, how do you call that free will then? What do you mean? That I'm the center of the world? I'm assuming. That makes me... Uh, uh, sounds like it. What, Everyone the, has a center of the man, world. Man, man. UFC, you always have the big fight at the end. What's that called? The finale. You're the main, the event. main event. That means I'm the main event. <laughs> and it, the thing is, in my life... You're a bit that, of a badass, that, Pete. Man, I kind of feel like it, right? Okay. So anyway, um, so, so to what I was saying, let, let's say where, where we live is a linear timeline. And this is scientifically proven. We live... In what's called the space-time continuum. It also makes sense. Which yeah. is a point A to point B timeline. Point A, we are born. Point B, we die. Straight shot. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to assume on that, we're probably on the same page. So, point A to point B is where we live on Earth. God does not live in the timeline that we live in. Right. God lives outside of time itself. So none of this has any effect on God whatsoever. Right, because he already knows the ending, and he's still at the beginning. That's right. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. So with that being the case, where, where I start my life, where I die, those two are guarantees. Yeah, life and death. You cannot do anything about it. It is appointed for all men once to die. That is nothing we can do. We are mortal. So everything between those two points, if, if what, what I'm getting out of what you're saying is that every decision I make from the time I accept Christ, from that point on, that my path is directly written out without me being able to choose anything. Is that, is that kind of where you're going with it? And, and I'm going to continue on, but just, just curious. So from the way I see life is until I'm saved... I could be taking whichever road I want to go. Let's say, let's say point A is Seminole. Let's say point B is Odessa. We've got multiple roads to get from Seminole to Odessa. Everybody in this area knows them. You could take a bunch of paths. You could go through Andrews. You could take 1788. You know, if you want to take a long way around, you could hit Lamisa. You could go down to Stanton. You know, there's a million ways to get from Seminole to there. So God's path would be the direct path. If I stayed on the path that God gave me, would be Seminole, Andrews, Odessa, straight shot, US-385, straight south. That is a direct path. So that would be the written direction that he would give me, just the most direct. Before the, before the exactly. Were. But let's say in my life, I screw up, make a wrong turn, and I hit 1788. The mm-hmm. road can still end up there, but I made that decision. But how many paths were there still that lead me back to that same thing? And how many times could I screw up and still go further out? I could hit 1788 and end up on, what is it, 176 or 115, end up in Stanton. And I'd be way, way off the road. Like so far off the beaten path, you can't even see the path. But the thing is, as long as you're alive, you still have that choice. Right. So even if I go that far off the path, I can still hit 20 and make it back to Odessa. You can get in a Raptor and go a straight shot back to the yeah. path. <laughs> but the, the whole point it. of that is then you say, you know, then that's where normally they say, well, well God already wrote it out. Like he already knows. 
So that's true. He does know. But if you look at how, if God lives outside of time itself, then he could see every one of those decisions in a split second as if they were being made all in the past. Because that's to say he lives in the same time we do if we said that I had the power over him. So no matter what decision I make, it does not matter because he's already seen it play out. Mm. Whether it's good or bad. Yeah. So he can see a million outcomes for my life. He knows every decision I will make. But you can choose which one you want to. But I still get to choose. I get to choose how bad I screw up. At the end of the day, it's if I end up in hell, like the the way predestination sounds, it's, it's God's fault you end up in hell because you didn't take it. You have the choice. If I end up in hell, it's my fault. It's not his. To say that uh, that I made God small, no, I am making him far bigger than even the mind can comprehend that he's capable to go outside of that and see every single decision I make at one time. It does not matter if it's a decision I made yesterday, today, tomorrow, that every Once single one of those make. instances will play out and he does know the outcome. There's nothing I can do to change there's, that. There's millions of you will never know. Exactly, but that still gives you the free will to choose which how much you screw up that makes sense to me because well, like i said yeah. he we can't come to him unless he draws because like i said i i got went to the front to to receive salvation but the thing is what's to say he's not drawing from day one he didn't i because it didn't work it didn't work okay when it worked i know when i changed because yeah. i had a dream of, oh, of i remember you told me yeah a dream of um of of that last day the 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 fire the apocalypse apocalypse yep and i was so scared because i screamed for another chance i went back to the church while everything was closed and i sat in the parking lot stood inside the door of the car and looked up and and asked for another chance yeah i didn't pray a prayer there nothing all i did is ask for another chance and since everything's closed i didn't know what to do years and it's before i was married years and years later we were already here in the u.s because we went to canada back to Mm -hmm. mexico and then here i realized that for when I realized this, it was five, I was five, six years married. I realized my anger had gone, yeah. and it didn't. And it happened at that time. Hmm. The apocalypse, apocalypse referenced your anger, is what you're saying. No, no, the, it, the apocalypse it was, was was I think God's way of showing you, die buddy, you, you, yeah. you, this. It's time to change your life. No. It was a turning point. There was another thing. I couldn't it quit smoking. Was, I quit smoking like three yeah. or four, five different times. In that time, I had no problem. I could smoke a cigarette and not be an issue. Your apocalypse was an altar. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah, so. but th- I think that that to, in the the way it worked in my life that proves that you can't come to him unless he draws, yeah. and he doesn't draw from from day one. It didn't for me anyway. So that part I would like to to study a little more. That that whole he draws like he draws us in, because. I, I I don't know where I stand on that. Does he draw us at different ages, at different points in our life? It, Is, for me, like I said, it's what it makes sense to me. It works. It 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 fits because, like I said, I never even thought about. My, I had an anger that I could not control so bad that I would sometimes break toys that I'd sit and cry over before yeah. I hit them, but I couldn't control myself, and it was it was gone, and I didn't even. Re- it was so gone. That I didn't even realize it was gone until a good six, seven years later. But that almost seems like like a demonic oppression. Or, or no, I was yeah. absolutely was, but I didn't t- ask him to take it from me. But he did anyway. Hmm. I didn't pray. I didn't. All I asked for another chance. Yeah, I cried for another chance. That's all I asked for. And got back in my car, went away, 
and didn't really even change my lifestyle that much at the time. Yeah. I quit drinking. I quit smoking. But other than that, I didn't even, and not just that, like where I really found Christ the way I know him now happened not that many years ago. But my point of salvation was right there. Your point of salvation. Yes. Where I was drawn. Okay. So I wouldn't call that salvation then. It is. What else would you call it? How do you figure? I mean, think about what, what is salvation? Getting saved. Yeah. So that, that maybe wasn't quite there yet. No, when was. the salvation would be the time you accepted him. I did. At that point? Mm-hmm. Really? How do you also explain it? Well, I don't know. That's changed. why I'm asking. Yes. Uh, yeah, you're talking, but, but it... Okay. So, what what's if your permit session? I would like to close this out. Um, so, he, he said the most dangerous thing that I hear in the church all the time. And that is the Christ did all of the walk. And I'm like, that's a very dangerous thing to go down. Because the 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 head saying, "Oh, it's already done. I don't need to do anything," right. and that's not true, because Christ lived a perfect life through sin, through temptation, through all of the things that we deal with, and He set up the guidelines of how for us to be free. He taught you how to be free, how to live free. And his word is part of that. Yeah. And so sin is always being a slave. So if I go and I go to church and then I go to the ball on Sunday and, and get drunk and do all of these bad things, I'm being a slave to sin still. I'm not being free. And so, yeah, Christ did defeat sin by coming down in all flesh and dealing with the same things we do. And then he died a perfect sacrifice for sin that we may be connected back to the Father. And so you still got to pick up your cross, and you have to live in the freedom that Christ taught you to live. No, that 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 is something you've got to do on a daily basis, every single day, because if you do not, you you can still be a slave, very easily. I got a day, um, I think it was two dead day days ago. I got a bad bout of depression in my life, and I chose in my mind to go down that path. And I was just fo- focused on all bad things all of the time for the whole day, and I became a slave. So I can go back any t- time that I choose to, to being a slave. But I can also choose to walk in the life that Christ taught me to live that is true freedom. And so by uh, saying that 
oh, cr- Christ's already done, all of that. No, it gives room for the devil to come into on my mind and say, well, Christ took care of everything. So you're good. No, you 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 too can do all the, the, this and be fine. And that's not true. Well, I think once once you've accepted Christ, there's a desire to do better. Yeah, but they'll steal your flesh. E even Paul and all of the the disciples in the time fought the flesh still. Right. No, and your flesh is sin. And it will make you a slave again. Okay, what was uh, what was that? What was that comment there? I, I want to look that up. Um, not exactly sure what he's referring to because it's been a little while. That is an anti. Hang on. It's anti-anomanism. Anti-anomanism. What he said. I'm not advocating that. Uh, there's a difference between justification and sanctification. Justification is what Christ did all of. He justified you. It was a one-time event that seals your life with him. You do nothing but respond in faith. You can do that because he granted you faith, eyes to see, ears to hear. I would agree with that. Where, Which one does that refer to? Like what? what's Anton? Whatever that um, is. Can you say it right now? Your... Third last comment there, Pete. The antinomian. What was that referred to again? Yeah. Anyway. If. Yeah, we we've gone a bit of a time. Yeah, well, I don't know if we really That's have normal. a time, but we normally run to about one forty, so we still got ten minutes if necessary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, the the one verse that I always go back to, and it's when uh, we go to meet Christ, and there will be some that what they'll say. Lord, Lord, I did miracles in your name. I did all of these things in your name. So, and Christ would so say, still, I never knew you. Yeah. No. A way from from me. So the last comment there, um, that means I said a prayer, Jesus did it all, and I could do whatever I want. So this goes to me and you had this conversation once. This has been two, three years ago. Once saved, always saved or no? I don't think so. I don't either. So this. I think you have a choice. I I think you might misunderstand what I'm saying when I say I could still end up in the same place. I can't do what I want and expect to keep my salvation. That's not what I said. Like that's really taken out of context. If that's what you got out of it, that's not what I meant. I can be forgiven and still end up on that same path. How much I screw up is is completely that. Is, so say a prayer but live like the devil. That's exactly, and that'll get you straight to hell. 
Never once did I say salvation was guaranteed. So that's not what I'm getting at. But when you when you end up in Snyder, you have a choice. You of, still have that choice to of, repent and yep. make that life decision to change. Well, repentance would be you turn around, you go back to exactly. So that free will exists to continue to live in sin if I want to, and to constantly if yeah. I want to fall back into sin. But at the same time, God doesn't give up on you. The choice is there to truly make that decision to change. It, it's you can live good, you can live bad. But you can constantly make that decision, and you might make that decision at the wrong time, and you might end up dead, and you still end up in hell. Live like the devil. It's going to go take you exactly where, you, where exactly what that it's sounds exactly like. Exactly where he lives. Yeah. Or yeah. where he's going to be cast down at. But anyway. Oh, not to me. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I thought you misunderstood what I had said. My last point refers to what the last individual stated. Oh, probably Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Peter froze. Thank you very much. This has yeah. really made the podcast more enjoyable. Yeah, it's made it more interesting, too. It really has. Yeah. So, but we're, we'll shut it down there. We'll have another, probably have another one for Diesel Solutions. We think? might try to get a point of contact to you or something or, or, or message you somewhere to where maybe get in contact and have you on here one of these one of these episodes. And actually, I think it'd be great. If, yeah. if Peter, if you're up to it, we'd love to have you on. Yeah, like we don't even really need to debate. I, I like just the idea of just swapping stuff. Like I, yeah. I, I'm all about learning. Or we can learn from it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if you're up for it, we're up for it. I like it. On that note, thank you all for watching. Good night. See you in the next one.